Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly wrestling podcast that's more color commentary than play-by-play. Each week, we dig into Raw, SmackDown, recent pay-per-views, and wrestling news, plus all the random stuff we can't wait to talk about with each other and you. I'm Jillian, and I'm here with my good friend, Abigail, and we are going to talk about some SmackDown and some Raw this week. Yeah, I think we're ready to rumble, right? We are. We are demonstrably, canonically ready to rumble. We'll be especially ready to rumble in January. Right. That is, it. That is. I guess I should have come up with something timely. Like, and we are the <laughs> crown jewels of podcasts by women who often forget important things about the subject of their podcast. <laughs> I'm also going to forever just say January instead of January. January. I like that. It's like <laughs> Jaguar. Okay. Um, how are you? Um, now I'm laughing to death because of Jaguar, but, um, (laughs) I am good and I am ready to talk some smack and dig into Smackdown. Um, do you have a particular place you'd like to start? Or would you like me to dive in? I mean, we can start at the start. We can start wherever you want. I don't mind. Okay. Well, you know, I, one thing I think that you and our listeners should know about me is that I'm not a great note taker. Um, so these notes probably reflect a little bit of mental disorganization, but there was one thing that was top of mind for me. Um, and I guess it was sort of this whole Rey Mysterio makes a gigantic life transition. I mean, your dad was there. (laughs) I know, you know, and the thing is, sometimes I'm like, dad, your choices make it clear that first of all, you're not reading my letters. And second of all, you're not listening to the podcast and supporting us. Like he's not, and I don't understand it. Put in the time or at least send the support checks. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening there. Like when Ray was like, I'm quitting. (laughs) Then I was like, what? Like, I mean, I had a feeling he wasn't quitting and then he and Triple H were going to work something out, but I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be, I don't, I think I thought it was going to be something else. I don't know what I thought it was going to be. I didn't realize it was going to be, oh, you're going over to Raw now. I totally Which, thought it was going to be like, you're going to fight your son in a cage. We're finally once and for all going to do this right. Because what you need to do is beat your son. Beat him. <laughs> Which I made a note about that. Was it, oh God, where did I write that down? I'm trying to remember, like, was it, I think it was AJ Styles. It might've been on, I think it was on Raw where he was just, like, he was just advocating child abuse. He's just yes. like, you need to beat the shit out of your own child, right? And I was just like, I mean, he's not wrong, but thankfully, you know, his child is 25, but still it's a problem. So I guess it's more like you should assault your family members, Ray. It's the only way to establish dominance. I mean, oh my God. I thought he was going to get like some kind of like, I don't know, like a fun title shot or something. And that would be it. I didn't realize he'd be like tra la off to uh, Raw, which I don't. <sighs> Does that really solve the problem? <laughs> Especially no, it... because like Judgment you... Day is like hopping back and forth all the yes. time. Judgment Day won't go away. How does this solve anything? It's like it's like if there are shitty teens in the neighborhood and they TP your trees every night. So you're like, I'm moving to James Street. And it's like, well, you know, they know where that is. So guess what? <laughs> now you I'm have just, new trees that are going to get TP'd. I'm just going to cut down all my trees. Fuck those mm-hmm. guys. I did okay. think it was nice, though, that you had like 
You know, how often do you see depictions of two dads just talking parenting issues on television? It was pretty adorable. Yeah, it's really nice. You know, like, let's let's talk the pain of fatherhood. But I more seriously, like, where where does Dominic now? What is his importance to the Judgment Day now that his dad is like, I literally cannot deal with you, you little shit. I hate you so much. I'm going to work Mondays. <laughs> Fuck my to, long weekend. I, I got to get away from you. you. Like, who gives up a long weekend lightly? Um, but, like, what is his thing now? Because, like, Rhea can wrestle again and Finn is kind of taking the focus of the Judgment Day feuding. I mean, I don't... If you're If you're asking me, I don't think he ever had a purpose in the first place <laughs> but i'm not a uh i'm not a dominic stan so no, I, I i honestly strong i honestly don't know i think they're i think at this point i think they're just gonna keep like throwing him to the wolves until mm -hmm. something bad happens to him until a wolf kills him yeah he's just like hamburger at this point I did see, I don't want to say interesting because it wasn't interesting. I read an article about um, Jim Cornette was like, there should be a romantic angle between Dominic and Rhea Ripley because it doesn't make any sense that he's doing this unless basically like she's leading him around by his dick. And I think my thing is like, is it really... So, first of all, I think there's definitely a vibe, right? There's, like, clearly a vibe. I mean, they've been trying to do that, right? Like, that's yes. been the whole thing. But also, like, I think, you know, the naive youth getting taken in by the charismatic leader is a tale as old as time. Mm -hmm. But it's like, let me get this straight. It's not a romantic angle because she's not completely subservient to him. Right. And it can't be what I just described because she has a vagina exactly i was i was like en fuego i did not like it <laughs> i don't blame you that's ridiculous i'm yeah. uh i mean i i have heard i have heard about jim Cornette. i feel like he's kind of problematic generally if i'm mm -hmm. if i'm correct right so i guess it's not that surprising he probably hangs out with lawler they probably come probably. up with storylines together like why aren't they doing this and it's just like old men <laughs> complaining about too many vaginas running around or something back in my day gas was 99 cents a gallon and women absolutely could not lead a faction and it was better that way i don't care who hears me say it it's like shut up you're old uh <laughs> i say as a middle old person but you know <laughs> i i really like i really like judgment day i like what they're doing i love mm -hmm. Rhea. i just i don't I don't know. They can jettison Dominic into space. I don't care. Like, I mean, I assume they're going to turn on him, you know, like eventually they're going to turn on him because he's not a utility now. Right. No. And he doesn't offer any value. He has a vest. Like there's no more. <laughs> Pretty cool that he has a vest. There's no more bargaining chip. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you say that because um, I had written down how much I really hate his ring gear. I did think of something though. I thought of something yeah. and I was like, I was like, I keep coming up with bits for Dominic. Like, you know, like pretend like you're going to unmask Ray, but what if Dominic's shtick 
was that he was like he wanted to be a great wrestler like his dad like he wants mm -hmm. to be awesome but he just sucks and it's like everybody yes. knows how much he sucks and it would be kind of it would be almost funny like he could kind of be like a funny heel in that sense like i'm never gonna be he, like he has no idea that he's bad i don't know so i think that could work i don't know if he has the charisma he does not to be a successful comedic heel but i do think he could make it work in terms of like you know he's insisting he's amazing but you know obviously mm -hmm. we can see the role of nepotism and right no yeah and I mean, I, I think that's, you know, part of what we're doing with him, right? Is like, he thinks he's amazing. He doesn't realize that he was born on third base. He did not right. hit a triple. Right. So. Or a triple H. <laughs> I just made myself laugh with that. That was, that was pretty good. I, I snickered. I was delighted. So yeah, I, I'm always happy to see the Judgment Day drama unfold. And I remember Damien looked extra shaven. Like it looked like he had like... <laughs> like beautifully conditioned his skin on his head yes. and his face. He was just like so smooth looking. He is glowing. He's probably I feel excited. like I have seen the kids on the social media saying she ate to describe someone who like is really succeeding and looking amazing. Oh. As if sort of like, you know, she has succeeded in some way. And I thought of that. I'm That's obviously nice. not using this correctly, but when I saw his glow, I was like, he ate. He ate. He nice. has won. You know? I like kids, that. Kids, if you know what that actually means and how you should use it and the real way that yeet should be used, <laughs> uh, please get in touch. I'm hearkening back to yeet. Yeet. So what else? What else about SmackDown? So I love how SmackDown opened where there's like a car crash. <laughs> Oh yeah, we should have started there. I love all. I love stuff like that. It's so mm -hmm. stupid and so ridiculous. There's a car crash, and Scarlett and uh, Carrie and Cross are in it, and of course, there's like police around and investigators. Right. And then my cousin Drew, I actually can't call him my cousin Drew because he's attractive. So mm. my fellow countryman Drew McIntyre comes rushing in to beat the shit. Out of yes. It was amazing. I it was loved like, it so much. It was a nice nod to all the parking lot brawls that happened in NXT, or at least used to happen in NXT. Um, I haven't been keeping up on that in a while, but I really do like a good parking lot brawl. And uh, Drew is incensed. He is. Drew is incensed, and I am here for it. Like, fight for your rights, Drew. Do you think Drew McIntyre uses Just for Men on his I beard? Mean, Maybe because he is, I mean, he's got to be in his late thirties or early forties, right? I and think, his, I think he's younger than, yeah, let me look. His beard is quite dark. I mean, his hair is quite dark. I don't think either of those are his natural color. Not no. to like eye shame our he's friend 37. Drew. Yeah. I, I think a 37 year old man is dipping into the just for men and there's no shame in that, you know? No, no, no. I'm not shaming it. I was just like, his beard is very dark. I feel like there should be some white up in there somewhere. And I dare He's, say, I, I think a little silver at the temples and in the beard might be a nice look for Drew. Mm -hmm. So, but this is the you things know, I think about when I watch wrestling. It's very fair. <laughs> it's just, it's three hours of stream of consciousness nonsense, you know? It and is. I don't mean just for you, like, I'm the same way. It's like random association, random association. Well, 
one of my favorite things is when you know like the announcers are like yelling about the fight that's happening and they're like wow i bet this rage is probably connected to what happened at extreme rules (laughs) wow (laughs) what a revelation it's like i suppose it's also entirely possible that like carrie and cross and scarlet took drew's parking space like you know he was there and about to pull in and they kind of like whipped around another car and zoomed in and he was just super mega pissed but it seems more likely that it is in fact connected to extreme rules like they gave drew employee of the month parking spot yes because he lost at like clash of the castle and Mm -hmm. at extreme rules and they're like just trying to make him feel better and then they stole his parking spot like it's it's an honorary thing but it meant a lot you know yeah it was something Mm -hmm. something for scotland (laughs) i have a general uh this is not drew and carrion related but it is a it is a smackdown question okay so i was thinking about this so the blood the bloodline Mm. there was a there was a bloodline thing is and i don't know if it's always the case but it seems like usually in wrestling right there's like a bad guy or lady and a good guy or lady, yes. right? And they're fighting each other. So, Bloodline, Roman Reigns, and Logan Paul. Who Great is the good guy in the situation? Because it's, it's because like Reigns is like, make sure, you know, Sammy wins no matter what, and like doing very healy things. Mm-hmm. But then Logan Paul is a fucking trash heap. So I don't understand who's supposed to be the good guy. I feel like we're in a a really dark timeline now where (laughs) Roman Reigns is the asshole that we all can like admit is less awful than the really bad asshole. Okay. You know, like he's a dick and he's definitely abusing both Jay and Sammy in different and creative ways. Yeah. Um, But you know, he's, he's not as bad as Logan Paul because He's not, I mean, by virtue of not being Logan Paul, he has won the morality Olympics in this uh, That's very true. Situation. I agree. He also hasn't said, I'm the table. I'm the table? So at one point, I can't remember, it was a press conference or on a show, oh but he was doing his like, I'm the head of the table. And Logan Paul was like, well, I'm the table. And there was this moment in his eyes where you could tell he knew he had said something really, really stupid. And it was actually one of the only times I had liked him ever. I feel like there's some vague reference to oral sex in there that I'm not getting, but maybe. (laughs) Well, so I I feel like it's one of those things like, you know, I am this apex of things, right? Well, I'm actually the whole thing, you know? I'm apex here. Triple H isn't the best in the game. He is the game. Gotcha. And Logan Paul (laughs) is the table. (laughs) It was seriously the only time I've ever liked him because there was this moment where you could see him be like, oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that, that yeah. wasn't. Mm-mm. So when I jump on you, you're going to snap in half? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. just so many openings there. Yes. Fuck that guy. I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I think this is just sort of a world without heroes. <laughs> when it comes to whatever the bloodline is doing right now, it's like there is no good guy. Everyone is objectively terrible. <laughs> Except Jimmy. He seems just happy to be here. He's you having know, a great he's time. He's not hurting anyone. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the bloodline I'm having, but I was just thinking about that. I was like, I was just like, is WWE trying to make Logan Paul a good guy? Because it's already bad enough that he's even in the fucking room. Mm -hmm. Ugh. 
I okay. bet you the initial intent was that he would be like the plucky upstart, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, but y- you have to remember that when the whole world hates someone so much, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, I- is he over? Did they get him over? I don't. He's not over with me, so I don't know. You know, here's the thing. If his name, I think I've said this before to you, if his name was Paul Logan and he was like some TikTok star that I didn't really know who he was, I would be like, okay, this guy is definitely like built for this industry. Like the few times I've seen him in a ring, it's not terrible. He's clearly trying. Mm-hmm. You know, he's putting some effort in. His mic work is neither the best nor the worst. Okay, whatever. But the problem is he's not some guy named Paul Logan. Yeah. So you can't divorce him from who he is, right? Yeah. You can't make him okay because he's still, at the end of the day, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. I'm sorry I couldn't provide you with a a satisfying (laughs) answer for that. It was a satisfying answer. No, I appreciate it. Fun two fun facts I learned. Yeah. I love fun facts. That they spoke on WWE. Braun Strowman is Charlie Chaplin's great great grandson. Is that true? Yeah. It's true. I knew that his father was like some kind of softball superstar, but yeah. I didn't know the Charlie Chaplin connection. And wow. he's uh this do you remember when we were like, well, you were speculating on Raquel Rodriguez and I know that I did know and it broke my heart. Yeah, they're engaged. Raquel Rodriguez. I mean, and good for them. Yeah, um, I was like, you know, they're both very tall people. I know their children are just going to be juggernauts of sport and physical fitness. It's going to be great, right? Like they're going to be giant and powerful, and I hope they use their powers for good. I do too. I agree. But uh, you know, I think this is a great opportunity to have our first ever uh, best wishes for a happy future from the show. To Raquel and Braun. That's such a nice idea. Who can absolutely be friends of the show whenever they want. They both seem fun. Good luck, y'all. Good luck, y'all. Have a good life. Treat That's each other nice. well. I wonder when they're the getting married hard. and if we'll be invited. You know, I feel like probably <laughs> I will ask dad about this in my letter this week and see what he can do. Like if I could get into the bridal shower. Oh, get to that bachelorette party. That would be lit, right? It would be. It'd be amazing. This- you mentioning Braun actually brings me to something else I wanted to talk to you about for this week, but it's more of a philosophical problem. Hit me. Okay, so we had this match where Braun comes out and does what he does, right? Yeah. Destroys some random dudes. Yes. And I'm watching this with my husband, who, you know, is generally a good person, but sometimes I look at him and I wonder about the choices I've made in life because I was like, don't you hate these matches where the giant guy comes out and just destroys a little guy that you've never heard of or two little guys or eight little guys, whatever. Like, don't you find that frustrating? He's like, no, I think it's fine. It's fun. And I was like, what is fun about what do you like about it? And he's like, well, it's like, it's like physical comedy you know like you know he's just gonna smash them around and Mm -hmm. i was like well i've never been more disappointed in you as a human being get out of our house but i want to know like i mean i feel like this would be a great segment for us to do in the future like am i the outlier (laughs) am i the crazy one because like I'm watching your face and I'm seeing you trying to wait to break it to me that this is something that everyone in the world but me loves. 
Well, I don't know about everyone in the world, but I was going to say, get ready to be disappointed in me because a note that I wrote was, I find local squash matches hilarious. Okay, everyone. So this is the very last episode of <laughs> Wrestling is for Girls because my co-host is objectively wrong. No, I'm kidding. Like, so tell me, like, tell me about why you like it. Talk to me about why you like it because I'm trying to be open-minded here. I like it because it's so over-the-top ridiculous. Like, you mm-hmm. absolutely know what the outcome is going to be. Yes. It's like the seventh inning stretch. Like, everybody knows what to do. There's like people that are going to run around on the field, like the mascots. It's like they're the mascots. They're just kind of like there to entertain you. And like, I feel like it's also kind of a chance for those like local wrestler dudes to get some major airtime for themselves. Right. And like, and I don't want to take that away from them. Like, I'm not like, yeah. get off my screen, indie dudes. I mean, I'm not going to be sad if they never do it again, but like, I always find them you know, entertaining. I'm not like, yes, this is the best thing of the night. (laughs) (laughs) But I always find it kind of, I think I find it kind of hilarious in a, like, I don't know, like, I don't think it's an ironic hilarity that I find, but it's like the same. I can't, I'm not putting in the words right. It just amuses me. So I feel like and this is a gross generalization, but there are two kinds of people. One kind of person could hear the Benny Hill theme song over that match and find it really, really funny. And the other kind is like rolling their eyes. And because I'm too cool for school, as you know, I'm like, oh, guys, come I don't know. I just don't like it. I feel like it. I feel like it's the equivalent of those which twilight book is it where bella has like three months where the chapter is just the name of the month on a blank page i think it's the second book it's like october yeah it's a possibility december that was like audiobook shit right there that was nice um and I, for me, it's it's basically that. It's like we're not doing anything. We've just taken a pause so Braun can beat up a dude. But I, yeah, I mean, it's I just more like, look how big Braun is. You know, I don't. Which feels like a well communicated message to me. What would would you like it better if every once in a while the local squash dudes were not the local squash dudes or ladies? And we're like the local ass kickers and they just beat the shit out of like whatever superstar came rolling into town. Toledo? Was it Toledo? I think it might have been Toledo, but I'm not sure. I feel like that would be a victory for the proletariat. 100%. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think that's... I think I just want it not to happen. I think I want that time for something like plotty. That's fair. It feels like you didn't do your homework. So now you're like showing cat videos and trying to claim that it's somehow related to the thing you were supposed to make a presentation on. That's fair. The next time one of those happens, I will try to watch it with your lens and see how I feel about it. Watch it through a bitter, disgruntled lens, thinking that you know more about everything than God. You don't have to love everything that happens in wrestling. It's okay. It's true. I don't. And that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't like Dominic. So it's like, that's true. And I have a soft spot for the I kid. I don't know. I'm never going to be happy to see him on my screen. He's, it's going to take a lot for him to work his way into my heart. What if we compromise and Braun Strowman crushes Dominic Mysterio? Or Dominic Mysterio wrestles the local squash guys. Like that would be there like, you go. That would be a fighting chance for either I'm willing of them. To comp- I'm willing to compromise 
that the local squash guys beat the shit out of Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> I would I would be like tears of joy streaming down my face. I'd be so excited. <laughs> and they go backstage and like, you know, Dominic is running out of one door and into the next and they're following him, but then somehow he's following them and it's like like I'm totally down. Let's do it. Let's go all the way. <laughs> Commit to the gimmick. I'm in. That sounds amazing. All right. <laughs> so uh was that what you wanted to cover for that? I didn't want to like jump in and No, that was it. I just wanted to talk through that with you. Steal your thunder. Um so a couple other moments I really liked when Sonia Deville was like going on about Liv Morgan. Mm. She's like coming for her. And Sonia yes. Deville's remarks can be summed up in a simple statement. It goes something like Liv Morgan is a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true. I mean, that's basically it. It was just like. It's so true. Okay. L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. I don't know who the fuck he is. Like, I know he was Max. He was the model guy, right? He, he was, was like Max Dupree. Running the models. So he yep. was wrestling before, right? Someone was... He was on NXT as L.A. Knight. Okay. His name, L.A. Knight, and maybe this will evoke something for you or not. All I could think of was like being like a young person in the early 90s and watching school after watching TV after school. Excuse me. His name, L.A. Knight, is like a cross between L.A. Gear and British Knights. Remember BK Knights? Do oh, you my gosh. Yes. Like, is he going for that? Like, all I could think of was J.D. Roth and Funhouse. We. Oui are going to the fun house and like everybody's <laughs> gift was a pair of bk knights and i just was like i want a pair of bk knights i have like british knights knights that was what they were called yes that's all i can think of i don't is he like who is this guy i don't know anything about him okay. except that he was on nxt as oh. la knight and then i believe they brought him up saddled with this awful 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 gimmick which mm -hmm. honestly unless he's one of the worst people on the planet he does not deserve i'm not going to miss that thing. at all that well no. i guess they're still going to be around but i i mean he seems in interesting uh i think was it wade was super excited to see him i think yes like, yes he was and just he, like so excited you know he had the announced gig on nxt for a while oh so, that's right okay you know I think that'll be a good through line for those of us who are still like, you know, navigating the 400 hours of content that this company produces <laughs> on a weekly basis, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it seems like they're giving a little push and I'm like, who is this guy? But um, I would like to point out something that I think happened and I'm wondering if you can confirm for me when um, mm. at some point Wade Barrett was talking about Gunter and they were kind of mentioning Imperium and I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I think Wade Barrett called him a Jerry, as in like, as in like a, a German person in World War Two. Yes, he said Jerry, and also Gunter's Austrian, isn't he? I mean, isn't that he like is, yes, he's Austrian. I was like, what is happening right now? Wade Barrett is like my dad, possibly. I mean, you know, like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to dig too deep into this controversy because I feel like my attraction to Wade Barrett makes me very unbiased. And I'm like, it's fine. He can call anyone he wants a Jerry, whatever. But, um, it's just so weird. 
I mean, at one point, I feel like he was also talking about the mace situation with Drew and carrying a cross. He's like, I've been maced. It's serious business. It's like, what the, when did you get maced? What is going on with you? The last time Are he was in, in Toledo, because he said he loves Toledo. Yes. And I'm like, bullshit, Wade Barrett. Nobody loves Toledo. Nobody loves Toledo? You've been out of the United States. You can't stand Toledo. People in Toledo don't like Toledo. It was so weird. It was amazing. I, I suspect that like this man is just on one, you I know, and uh, he will remain on one for a good period of time to come. I'm really enjoying him. It's great. That's all I had for SmackDown this week. What else did I have here? Um, oh, I did. So- I love Top Dollar's velour shorts. Oh, I hated them. <laughs> I'd like to wear them around the house. I think they look But amazing. I don't want to see him in them or anyone else in them. <laughs> I want them to be my secret shame at home. Oh, okay. Why don't you like velour? It reminds me of a juicy tracksuit. And also, um, my mom's mom, my grandmother on that side, one year gifted all of the adult women in the family velour tracksuits. What? Not juicy tracksuits. Like this was in the 80s or 90s. That's the most incredible thing So it was like a sweatshirt and sweatpants. My mom got the jade green one, and I think she also got a coral colored one. Wow. Wait, so a sweatshirt, not like a zip up, not like a... No, like a like a pullover sweatshirt. Oh, okay. With like some stitching to create like a design on the front. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I, I think that just kind of poisoned the velour well for me. That's a lot. Um, That's yeah. fair. I mean, it was a, it was a thoughtful and comfortable cozy gift but it made me really not like velour that's fair yeah um so you mentioning hit row reminded me of something i wanted to say um legato del fantasma okay sorry go ahead first of all i I hate the the hit row thing it like it grates at my ears (laughs) i'm sorry i'll never sing it again thing no you can do it it's okay but okay when legato del fantasma finishes what they want to say and looks direct. The guy looks directly in the camera and says, "Be safe." That feels like an incredible threat to me. Yeah, he kind of had be a smarmy look on his face too. Like, yes, I don't think he wants me to be safe. Is he a dom? Is he a secret dom? I, you know, I want everybody I mean, to be a secret dom. <laughs> if he was, he should want people to be safe and sane and consensual. That's true. And I don't feel like it's a. I feel like it's a really good, like, subtle threat. It is. Like. It's not look out, it's be safe. Yeah. I'm kind of excited um, about them. Yeah, yeah. I, I am digging them a little. I want to see more of them. I'm excited about that. I was trying to think if someone said their name really weirdly, but I don't know that they did. Mm. I might be just imagining that. But yeah, I forgot about that part. I'm glad you brought it up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the Fatal 4-Way, um, which I enjoyed a lot and thought was a really good match. I really liked it. But I feel like... I was really excited when it was going to be Ricochet and Sheamus and Solo Sokoa mm-hmm. in a fatal four-way. And the insertion of Ray didn't make it less of a good match. I mean, he's a great wrestling talent. Yes. But it made it less of the match I was excited about. Like, I wanted Karrion Cross to kind of drag himself in there. Oh, uh, okay. And compete. And I wanted Drew to interfere. And I wanted like that to keep pushing forward in that match. Yeah. And also I feel like when Rey Mysterio comes into a match like that at the last minute, 
you know who's going to win, mm-hmm. right? Rey Mysterio is going to win. So I think it was just, it was a bummer for me that way. Like I, if I felt like it took some of the suspense out of it for me. I, I enjoy fatal. Oh my gosh. I enjoy fatal four ways. I think they're fun. Me too. I think there's yes. going to be one at, isn't there going to be one at crown jewel now? That's entirely possible. I, yeah. I, man, I have not been up on what's going to happen at crown jewel. Well, I don't even know if the card is completely decided for crown jewel yet. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe next week's show we can do our predictions for it because it's on the fifth so it's like they gotta figure it out (laughs) like you got you can't just show those cat videos guys you have got to have something going on i will never be able to see ray mysterio again without thinking of 619ing um and that's dominic's fault so there's like another check against him mark yeah strike i should say um i don't i like I, the match was was good to watch. I didn't really have any strong feelings about it. I guess I'm always excited to see Ricochet. I wish that yes he had more Love going Ricochet. on because he's great for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, he I remember him from um when he was Prince Puma. Yes, on Lucha Underground, yeah. which is like the nuttiest thing I have ever watched, and I really loved every minute of it. I need to watch that from beginning to end because I never did. Yeah, maybe that's uh maybe we could do some bonus content. That would be really on fun. Lucha Underground, I would I really that would enjoy that. That's a good idea. But yeah, I so I I barely remember this match. I don't know where my brain was. I must have been very tired. Ray won that match. Yes. Okay. So now he is going to go on for a shot at the title, which is like a good thing, right? Like he's great and I enjoy him a lot. I was just yeah. like, dad, you didn't read my letters. Cause what I've been telling you is we need to keep up the narrative tension and you are putting a pin in my narrative tension. So you think they're going to give him the, who has the title currently? It's the intercontinental. Another, yeah. So like, why don't I know that? Ray's going to take the that? title. So that'll give Dominic something else to do now. Is that why they're doing this? I well I I don't know because I mean like, I think it's because we want to see we want to shift the judgment day to feud with the OC right yes so I I think we can't have two major feuds going on within the same faction right they can't great. be all about Rey Mysterio and all about the OC and I think they really want them to be all about the OC and the AJ Finn drama and you know what does OC stand for that's another great question. Stop <laughs> asking me questions I don't, I can't answer that make me look know. like an a hole. I just keep thinking every time I hear the OC, I think about the movie Orange County, mm-hmm. and I think about Jack Black, and like, I didn't go to college and check. He says like I didn't go to college. And I turned out okay. Check me out. I'm kick ass. He says something like that as he's like, yeah, stoned and passing out on a couch. And I think about that a lot. I feel really dumb because Gunther has the IC championship. Oh, and that's right. That. That's right. And it, it makes sense, right? You've got like David and Goliath set up all over again. Yeah. Like that's a, a tried and true story, but it's not one I'm that excited about. I don't find Gunther so. interesting or compelling or anything. Like well, not everybody's perfect and that's all right. He was, he's, I mean, he and Seamus were fun to watch. Yes, I like. I mean, I like him, but I did really enjoy his rivalry with Seamus. I thought it was great. Yeah. So I said okay. rivalry. Well, thank you for looking that up. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're so good to me. I know. And then the last thing I had for SmackDown, I promise this is it. No, it's okay. 
Um, I really liked that Bray came out and had this beautiful moment of sincerity. <laughs> it was like really like sincere and healthy masculinity and like talking about your feelings and your challenges. And I know it's all leading up to him probably having some like totally regressive split personality storyline, but in the moment it was really nice. I couldn't tell at first if it was being genuine. Like I was just like, what, is this like a, like what's happening right now? Like I kept waiting for him to like do yes. something evil or something, but he's just like having a nice moment. Well, it was kind of a sad moment for him. Right. But having mm. this nice moment and yeah, you're right. Like I'm sure he will do something awful or like, are they trying to set up like a split personality thing? Like, cause that's kind of my guess. While but... he was talking like that video came on or whatever. Does that one guy that they keep showing in his video not remind you of the puppet from saw? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like all I yes. think of when I see that guy. Maybe he's a big fan of the franchise, you know? That'd be amazing. He wrote the movies. Mm -hmm. He is the Jigsaw killer. Oh, yeah, Jigsaw. That's right. Yeah. So do we uh, do we want to get raw oh my God. and talk about <laughs> raw? Do we want to have unfortunate transitions that only sound really sexual to me after I say them? <laughs> Don't worry. They sounded sexual to me as you were saying them. Good. Um, Good. So yeah, uh, so as as ever, I my notes are always in order, so I'm very predictable. But um, no, that's good. Let's go in order with you know lead the way. So Lashley is out being Lashley, and then Brock Lesnar appears. Right, so they're setting up this match between yes. these two like super beefy dudes, which I think will be fun to watch because that escalated quickly. Yes, and um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is in his American dumbass era, I think, because like, mm -hmm. I don't know what he's trying to do or where or what's going on, but it makes him more likable to me for some reason that he's not trying to be me tough too. MMA dude. He's just like kind of weird hillbilly. I don't, I don't understand what his vibe is at the moment, but I think it's like rural hipster. Oh, that's a good one. You know, like he's he's a redneck dude who loves tractors, but he also wears skinny jeans <laughs> and like country music is his jam. But you have never heard of the band that is his favorite right now. Is there like like only 100 people know them? Do you think there's like metal country music? Country? Oh my gosh, metal? I hope there is. It's got to exist. like my assignment for next week. I feel like everything exists. Yes. It's true. I noticed though. So they're like match or not even a match. Their whole thing escalated quickly and it looked very painful. And like yes. two thoughts occurred to me one they're really enjoying knocking down the outside ring wall thing not the ring wall but like the barrier the barricade yeah the barricade yeah. like that just keeps getting knocked down lately i don't know if that was happening before we watched a lot but i feel like every time now somebody knocks <laughs> over a piece of the wall and they're like this is yes. this works and then also it cracks me up like that they still even bother having like an announce table because like inevitably someone smashes it, smashes through it, throws their monitors. Like how much money do they spend every single week because someone has tossed around the announce table or has been tossed through the announce table? I love it. It's hilarious. I assume that the announce table is basically Lego and it's <laughs> meant to be driven apart by impact. Yeah. Like. The announce table paid a heavy toll, and I feel like we should have opened the show with a moment of silence oh. for it, because this last week was rough, it was. you know, really rough. It was rough. Wow. 
Wow. Okay, you know what? I'm no longer ashamed of the weird sexual moment I created. <laughs> Did you notice how Corey Graves was dressed like Dr- Jack Tripper? I don't know who Jack Tripper is. Oh, okay, so Jack, Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper was a character on Three's Company. Oh, I do know who Jack Tripper. Yeah, he had like that. He had like the. He was wearing a suit, but under but his shirt with the suit was a um, turtleneck. Yes, Jack Tripper wore it better. I think so Take too. That, but Corey you know, Corey's fashion is a work in progress. Yeah, so it is. Um, that's great. One thing that uh, I think I wrote this down. I don't know if they actually. Ta- I don't. They didn't talk about it on Raw, but they must have mentioned Bray Wyatt, and this is something we can talk about now or later. But a lot of people are saying that Bray Wyatt's whole like comeback thing was like very much overdone, and I would like to know your thoughts on that. That's a tricky question for me to answer because Bray Wyatt is one of those wrestlers that I think is really great. Like I enjoy his matches. I think it's clear he puts his heart and soul into things. I, he's very creative in what he does. I've also just never been a Bray Wyatt stan. Mm-hmm. Like he's fine. I, I you're Good for him. I hope he succeeds in everything he does. Um, but I personally am getting very tired of like Bray does something on SmackDown and then we air the whole thing in its entirety on Raw. Yes. Like if you want to see what Bray Wyatt's doing, tune into SmackDown on Friday nights, assholes, because that's what I did. Yeah, I think I saw. His... <laughs> that's really meaner than I meant. But well, I think I saw his comeback entrance like three different times. Yeah. I was like, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. He was verging on undertaker length of entry for me and you know how i feel about that i do you know you can only stretch out that bathroom break so long i know i don't smoke anymore so like what else am i supposed to do right i feel like they have a real problem with leaving people wanting a little more than they got oh my god like yeah i i'm trying to think of what would be a great example like i don't know Edge and Christian reunite and face the Hardy Boys in a 24-match classic that spans the entire year. That'd be really exciting for me, right? Yeah. But And while part of me that's just like a giddy fan is like, give it to me all the time, talk about it all the time, don't do anything else. Like, you've got to leave people wanting a little more. Or else it just becomes, like, it becomes boring and overhyped. And that's not really fair to the wrestlers who, you know, are just trying to keep these narratives going so well and if raw weren't three fucking hours long they wouldn't have to have all this filler right we would not have to come up with 24 minutes of filler content every single week yeah so yeah i I can see that like i was already kind of like why like i could even see recapping his return Mm -hmm. i would have done it more briefly Mm -hmm. but sort of like hey in case you missed it bray wyatt is back but i I do think we're at the point now where like if people are invested in bray wyatt give them a reason to tune in on friday nights to the show that he's on yep that's where i am so he's gonna be on smackdown i that's my understanding nobody consults with me about the shit you know sometimes i can't tell what's happening um (laughs) I mean, I feel like that is the um, young Gen X and geriatric millennial battle cries. Sometimes <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. <laughs> I feel like that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> Just one of our new t-shirts. You can get in uh, Tee Public or Redbubble. Sometimes 
I can't tell what's happening. Sometimes I can't tell what's happening. And I mean, I feel like if we could all accept that and admit it, we'd be in a much healthier place psychologically and emotionally. I agree. Yeah. OC and Alpha Academy. OC and Alpha Academy. Everyone was so tan. I mean, can we please talk about Luke Gallows, a.k.a. Festus, for a minute? Well, why does he come to the ring dressed like Redneck Dracula? That fucking coat. Th- what is going on with that? I it's think terrible. Oh, one of Edge's old coats. Remember, Edge used to have those. I mean, Edge still kind of has a coat. Yes. He, has, he had some coat. It's a better coat. <laughs> I also need to really. I have. To, what is? What is he doing with his facial hair? I don't know. I I think it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, biscuits and gravy made you a man, but they also apparently made you a fashion victim. And I'm really sorry for you. Luke, but this is not this look is not it. This is not the look. It's not a Luke, Luke. Not a Luke. I don't like. He looks like an enormous dork. I know. I feel bad. I do too. I mean, I feel bad, but he's choosing this. He is a man with autonomy. <laughs> um. So, uh, of course, uh, Judgment Day comes in and interferes, right? And I had, I had As this one do. thought, like, I feel like. Rhea, I feel like Rhea's purpose, I feel bad about this because this. I feel like this often happens, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I feel like this often happens with women in a in a faction or a stable or whatever, is like, they just end up being the interferers all the time. Yeah. Like, she doesn't meaningful. get to do anything. I mean, she got to wrestle on NXT yesterday. Was NXT on Thursdays? Yep. She got to, and she won her match, awesome. which I think is cool. But it's like, otherwise, she just has to, like, dance around on Raw and look menacing and, like, interfere with stuff. So, I mean, I'm, ha- I'm always happy to see her, but I just, I want more for her. Yes. Me too. And I am, I am really hoping that now that she's apparently cleared and ready to get back in the ring, that we are going to see her doing more stuff. So she was injured? Yeah, okay. she had sustained an injury, and I think it was a long path back. And I just, you're, I want the same thing you do. Like, I want to see her wrestle. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. Yeah, I haven't really. Step on me, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Step on me. Claim that kink. Um, or shame it. I'm not going to shame it. I might shame that one a little. So AJ at one point called Dom a piece of trash. And we, we know that, like, <laughs> he already told, he was already saying that, you know, your father should have child abused you. Yes. Um, but when he said, when AJ called Dom a piece of trash, I, I am not kidding. I thought he was going to say piece of shit. Like, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. And I was just like, I was so let down when he said trash. I mean, I feel like it would be much funnier to hear AJ Styles in his voice say piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I also feel like, I mean, we talked about this when Matt Riddle was like, I'm going to kill you. Like, <laughs> I just want to hear wrestlers say really mean things to each other, call each other pieces of shit, say that their parents never love them, you know, imply that you're fucking their wives. Like, get real mean, guys. Just be mean. Mm-hmm. I am here for the cruelty, I guess. I'm in for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty funny, though. I thought Dom was, I will give him credit where credit is due. I thought he was pretty funny when AJ was like challenging him. And he's like, But I don't have any of my stuff. Oh, my stuff, dude. Give me like an hour. 
I don't have my rain boots. I don't have my gym sneakers. I didn't bring a lunch. You know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Really he was funny that. in that. Yeah, it, that was good. I was like, okay. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Same. I. Um. I'm gonna move on from there. Is that okay? Yeah. Do, no, do you have any look, more you want to add? Where. I'm like the song from I think Gilmore Girls, Where You Lead. Oh my god. Okay. I will follow. Okay. Uh, We're in this together. Seth Rollins' outfit was my I think my favorite outfit I've ever seen him wear. I think it's amazing that he's so in the Halloween spirit that he wore his cartoon Satan outfit a week early. <laughs> Weeks early. Beautiful. I loved it so much. Like pretty great. Was it like crushed velvet? Red velvet. It had a texture to it. I was trying to figure out what it was made of the whole night. And like his shirt was like kind of sheer i think i don't know yeah it was he great. likes the sheer shirt i loved it and he then likes that look. his awesome glasses looked like he was wearing a viewfinder yes it was amazing yes. he he truly is the drip king i mean there is no doubt about it seth rollins remains the drip king and then ali came out mm-hmm. and i was so happy to see him because i love that guy I love that guy too i'm glad he's getting a little bit of a push yeah he was wearing Let a lot of fight, yellow right? he looked like the ketchup he looked like the mustard to Rollins ketchup <laughs> oh my gosh what if they wanted to go as mustard and ketchup and I completely misinterpreted Seth's look oh that would be so cute right really adorable is the new um the new like announcer guy is his name Kevin the Irish guy it could be I have Kevin in my brain at one point like Bailey Bailey was out Mm-hmm. And like, I love when Bailey comes out and does commentary because I just love Bailey. She's great. I like her. And too. like, I don't know what was happening, but Corey and Bailey were like talking to Kevin. They told him to speak English. And it was like this really awkward moment because he's like, I'm Irish. <laughs> and it was like, uh, and then Bailey was like, me too. I, it was a really weird moment. And I was just like, it's a strange exchange. Yeah. But um, that's wonderful. I uh, I decided that I really like the back and forth winning thing that Damage Control and Bianca et al are having. Yeah, like I think it's fun. I like when it's not just one constantly dominating the other one because mm-hmm. it like builds more tension. I don't. Are they gonna wrestle at Crown Jewel? I'm gonna look up the Crown Jewel card. That's a I. It's interesting because women do go now. Mm-hmm. but I don't know what will happen with that. Mm-hmm. I think I think one thing that's been really nice is that this damage control versus Bianca and friends kind of feels like a real clash of champions. Okay. Like everybody's great and everybody can legitimately destroy each other. Yeah. And the matches are always good. Yes. And they're all interesting. So it's like, it's a fight forever situation for me, but it's also like, I feel like I'm in suspense each time. Like who's going to win? What's going to happen? Because they feel like really legitimate, same level competitors for each other. I wonder if they're setting it up more for survivor series, probably. Right. Like, I think so. I think that you might see them in a war game situation. And I am very excited about that. There's three matches on the card right now for crown jewel. It's Roman reigns and Logan Paul. Uh, uh, Lesnar and Lashley. Yeah. And OC and Jugement Day. It's a six man tag. Jugement Day is really lovely. Jugement Day. I love it. Day de Jugement. 
Um, I'm sorry. Anybody who speaks French. Um, I mean, I don't know. The I, the Roman Reigns Logan Paul match is the least interesting to me. Yeah, I think it's one of the least interesting things that's ever happened like, in the history of the world. I would <laughs> I would enjoy seeing Logan Paul get pummeled into the mat, but like, eh. Yeah, I should be clear that I really want Roman Reigns to hit him. Yeah. But I don't care about seeing them wrestle. Yeah. I agree. Those are my fees. So Baron Corbin made a comeback. He sure did. Um, who here thought that his pants were really weird flesh-colored fishnets? I thought they were shorts. I was like... <laughs> proud of him for taking a chance and horrified that that was the chance he took <laughs> I really thought they were shorts I made a note oh, I was so confused that outfit is really really bad it is bad I, I I've never been a big Baron Corbin fan so I'm hoping to like him at some point because I've just kind of been mm -hmm. like eh, I don't really care I liked him much more when I first got to know him, not personally, Baron Corbin and I are not personal friends, but you know, if he wants to come on the show, he's very welcome to. Um, but when he was in NXT and then coming up to the main roster and he was just kind of like a mean, miserable asshole. Yeah. I remember that. I like that Baron Corbin. I also think that he has like a finisher that he does with real authority that looks real brutal. Um, is it like a like I don't breaker? know I no it, I think it's the end of days okay I'll have to pay closer attention next time I can't picture it so I like I like his matches and I you know I did not love the whole happy Corbin thing because I didn't understand mm -hmm. it because there's so many things I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know like I I am interested to see where this goes I mean I feel like he and JBL can really be a meeting of the douchebags yeah is jbl like his paul Heyman? is that what's happening yeah like jbl is just gonna be hype back man. all the time now i mean it's weird because jbl seems like kind of a legit not great human being sorry jbl if you're like secretly really sweet and i'm misrepresenting you but also like i've always enjoyed seeing jbl when he's around yeah. so i yeah i have to wonder if anyone who was like a wrestler 25 20 25 yeah. 30 years ago yeah. isn't garbage on some level so <laughs> mick foley pure of heart pure of deed right he's a good one right he's yeah, okay i feel like he's a good i'll one. be sad if i find out he's not a good one he seems like do a you, decent dude do you remember when jbl he was feuding with john cena kind of and john cena painted jbl as poopy <laughs> On JBL's limo on Raw one night. No, but that's amazing. We still talk about that in this house. That's magic. Like, sometimes when something particularly goofy in a way that you're just like, how is this goofy shit happening in real life? I will turn to my husband or he'll turn to me and be like, this is exactly like when John Cena painted JBL as poopy on JBL's limo. That's amazing. I don't know how. When was that? Oh, gosh. It was 100 years ago. I think it might have been like in the the mid aughts how the hell did i miss that i was around you know what you're either poopy or you're not yes I, I guess, I and I guess you're not poopy i'm sorry you're not down with poopy <laughs> i 
I was excited to see Dolph Ziggler. I'm always excited to see Dolph Ziggler. He's so it's weird. It's nice to see Dolph. Yeah. I don't know what his no, clothing choice is now. He's got like the seal of the United States on his ass and like well. American flag belt. Like is he, I feel like it's tongue in cheek, but maybe it's not. You know, I, I want to say in real life, Dolph Ziggler has a political science degree. So he probably has some thoughts. Oh, I know he does stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. I bet he's got some thoughts and, you know, maybe it's a butt commentary. I've always liked his hair. I find his hair a little upsetting. It's very curly. Well, so I like it when he leaves it curly, okay. but it when he really bothers it. me when he straightens it. <laughs> why is that? Because you like, can tell it was it's supposed to be curly and it's not. Is that why it bothers you? Yes, like it's so aggressively straightened. Does, does it okay, bother like, you when anybody with really curly hair straightens their hair? No, okay. I think it's the way that his is straightened. Okay. It always... It looks like he cranked the straightener up to the highest temperature possible, used absolutely no heat protectant, and just like <laughs> has no respect for his hair at all. Okay. And it just, I don't know why it bothers me. It's kind of like every time we see AJ Styles, I'm like, do you think he's straightening his hair? And everyone's like, no, that's just what his hair looks like. But like his hair, AJ Styles has like the fucking shiniest hair. Like I know, so like he's using glorious. heat protectant yes. if he is straightening. Like, man, I'm a little jealous of his hair. I assume you go to AJ's house and the shower is like full of Olaplex products and shit. Like he's really out there taking care of his hair. He has two shower heads for sure. Mm-hmm. I want a shower like that. I don't know why it's unnecessary, but I want one. I mean, like, unnecessary things are some of the most fun things in life, so I'm right there with you. Speaking of one of the most fun things in life, Elias is back. Mm, he sure is. <laughs> he sure is. I love Elias. You don't like Elias? I know. I no, You know what? I just don't love him as much as you do. Like, I was glad to see him, and then I was like, oh, this is going on kind of a long time, and I feel like that's generally been my feelings about Elias. It's like, that was fun. But I remembered how much you love him, and I was very, very happy on your behalf. I really enjoy it. I love how as soon as Vince was gone, they, like, dumped the Ezekiel bit. They're just like, fuck this. <laughs> like, went back. Like, Ezekiel died. Um, he got hit by a garbage truck, and now Elias is here. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, That's pretty great. Of course, Matt Riddle has bongos. Of fucking course, of course Matt Riddle does. has bongos. I have to tell you the story of what happened when Matt Riddle was on the screen. Mm-hmm. My mother came drifting through the, <laughs> through the living room. A happy phantom. We we're waiting for some dinner to be delivered, and she's sitting in the chair, and she's just like wrapped watching watching wrestling. She has no idea what's going on. Her mouth's hanging open. She's just like wide eyed. And Matt Riddle comes, and she like looks at him, and here's what she says. I wrote it down. I'm gonna read it so I don't. He has legs like a girl. Oh my gosh, your mom and I are so in sync. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. I am obsessed with Matt Riddle's legs. I know, but I just. Probably not like your mom. I felt it was very uncomfortable. I was like, so yeah, he's an MMA very... dude, mom. Like, I don't know what to say to him. uncomfortable. So when I say that, I mean this in an extremely complimentary way. I know you do. Matt Riddle has like beautiful, shapely legs. I think he has Kendall legs. I've said this before. He, his legs are like it's a like Kendall. in a way that 
I don't associate with the way the average man's leg looks. No, they're very. He he must wax them. I think he does. I think he takes good care and of his they're leg. Very skin. shiny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm just picturing this happening. It's the most beautiful thing I can imagine. Oh. I did have a question. Is Matt Riddle's character, and maybe he said this at some point, he seems like the his character seems like the kind of guy that would be like, I don't use pronouns. I use bronouns. Has he said that? I mean, because if he hasn't, I, it seems like such an obvious choice. I don't know if he has or not, but if you want to start writing a weekly letter <laughs> to, Matt to dad oh. or to anyone who you feel might be a better source for your ideas, because <laughs> I might be listen. Dead end fucking road, but you know, like I would put that in there. That's that's gold. That's good stuff. I just very uh, <laughs> pronoun. I'm, and we should respect each other's pronouns. I feel like somebody has to have said that. I mean, come on. It's like right. It's totally right low-hanging fruit. It's right there. <laughs> that's all I had about uh, Raw this week. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how much I am enjoying the ongoing Miz and Dexter Loomis <laughs> drama. And now Johnny Gargano's sort of ineffable role is like, Johnny Gargano, what do you have to do with any of this, you shit-stirring bitch? He's so cute. I love him. What are you doing? I feel like Johnny Gargano is stepping into the role of that person in your life who always is like, oh, I just hate drama. I'm just really chill. And that is like at the center of every drama you have ever been aware of in your friend's group. Is it because they're at the center? It's like the center, you know, the eye of a hurricane is very chilled yes. out and they don't know they're in the eye yes. of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. They're just like looking around, identifying opportunities for entertainment and striking where the iron is hot. That's fantastic. I, what do you, I'm sorry. I didn't oh no, no. You. I was just, I was just gonna say when you know Mrs. Knee is hurt, he's sitting there with his knee hurt, and we're like, it's gonna cut away and cut back and see him like having poured water on the ground to injure himself so he wouldn't have to wrestle. Yes, yes. It's like a cheap grocery store lawsuit. Yes. <laughs> what do you think the Mrs. Dark Secret R. E. Dexter Loomis is? I have no idea. I know, right? Like, like I mean, he, he it's not going to be a romantic thing. He didn't steal his lover. No. Helped him bury a body? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What if that's it? Maybe they're, like, former besties, and their dark secret has been tearing Dexter Loomis apart. That'd be Maybe amazing. they're more than besties. Maybe they were roommates for 12 years. I don't know. You know, like maybe there's a rich subtext there, but like, now they're worsties. Now they're worsties. I'm excited to find out. I, yeah, I don't know what his deal is or why he's obsessed with his family. So I don't know. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe at some point, maybe Ms. like did a I don't you did last summer hit and run situation with Dexter Loomis's uh, like wife and or girlfriend, and so now he's obsessed mm -hmm. with his family. Very good option. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I have no original thoughts. It's just all movie plot lines. Maybe The Miz looped Dexter Loomis into a multi-level marketing scam. Ooh. And now Dexter Loomis has like $50,000 of Lul Row leggings in his garage. 
and he lost his marriage and you know all the good things in his life and now the miss is going to pay for his mlm crimes uh, or like a theranos thing like Ms. was mm. trying to sell theranos stock yeah i don't know or he was selling yeah. amway maybe the Miz like convinced him to follow some sort of health influencer and Dexter Loomis had really wretched diarrhea for like six months because he was living on celery juice. That could be it. There's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities up in this. I'm excited to find out what's what's the what. Me too. I wonder if they'll be I at cannot, Crown Jewel. Wait. That would be great. I mean, I'm like I'm not excited about Crown no. Jewel yet, so that would excite me. I feel like they're really last minuting this thing. Yeah. I, I feel like it's this weird amalgamation of we don't want to mess with the actual storylines they're doing a lot i wonder how many they've signed up for and i wonder mm. if triple h is like i can't wait till these are fucking over or if he's oh, like yeah i love crown jewel you know i don't know i mean everybody loves money yeah so it's it's a real real instance of cash ruins everything around me it's true but like isn't I don't know. I don't know what the WWE financials are, but it seems like they can fucking print money. Like, it just seems like they always have so much fucking money. I mean, they don't have to pay anybody health insurance. Right. It's truly an American story. <laughs> it really is. Um, I wanted to bring up one little piece of news, unless you had other raw stuff you wanted to talk about. No, I want to hear your news. Hit me. So I saw something that uh, CM Punk might come back to WWE because he might not be welcome back to AEW yeah, because of the whole like fighting thing. Situation. Yeah. How would you feel about a CM Punk return? I mean, I've always liked CM Punk. I used to hate him. I think I forgot that. Yeah, I, I hated him. Do you remember? You don't remember that? Like, I thought he was so obnoxious. I thought you loved him. I I must be like confusing you with someone else. I liked him later. I don't have many friends. I so. liked him later because I mean now I like him. I don't. There was just a time People when I thought know. like his Pepsi tattoo was dumb. Like I, <laughs> I mean okay, let's be really really real here. His Pepsi tattoo is dumb. <laughs> like what are you doing? Is this supposed to be like a hardcore thing? <laughs> um, I would yeah. He's fizzy yo fizzy. I mean I watched him in a film. He did a pretty good job in that film that I saw. Mm -hmm. Was a horror movie. It was pretty good. I don't remember the name of it. I liked, I liked the time that he was having some sort of rivalry with Triple H, and I think it was one of those things where they were like, you know, pitted against two heels or something, so they had to work together. And I think he wore Triple H's jacket. Oh, that's like um, a hotel room with one bed. Like, oh, there's just one jacket yeah. between us. We might have to share it. That's a terrible. Yeah, analogy. I think he was going to be like the ring announcer or ring the bell or something, and he couldn't do it without a jacket. So Triple H gave him his jacket. It's very cute. When was this, and how did I miss it? I don't know. It's a long time ago. I mean, you assume that I have this encyclopedic knowledge of shit, but I couldn't even remember what happened on SmackDown. That was last Friday. Yeah, that but was a week ago. I don't know. Something as significant as a leather jacket transfer. It wasn't a leather jacket. It was like a blazer. Oh, why did I? Where did I get leather jacket from? Well, clearly your fantasies ran away from you. <laughs> shame that kink. Or I've been reading a lot of fan fiction. Kink. Reading too much fan fiction. Is that a thing? 
anyway, I thought that news was kind of interesting. I don't know how they'd fit him in or where they'd fit him in, but I, I don't. Wow. I ooh ooh like uh coming coming for Seth Rollins. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to see what happened. I feel like some things have led me to believe that CM Punk is kind of a jerk. Yeah, that's true. But we're all kind of jerks. And I mean, not you, you're sweet, but most of us are kind of jerks in our own way. And I'm sure wrestling is a really exasperating business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I it is hard for me to be like, well, he's a jerk. I don't want to see him or whatever. Like, I am always interested to see somebody that I've enjoyed in the past have one more run. Yeah. So. Also, our sweet Jeff Hardy had a pre-trial arraignment on Wednesday. Oh, no. But I don't know. I, I haven't read up on it since then. I just know that it happened for DUI situation, which makes me sad. That's very sad. That makes me think he's not coming back. All jokes aside, because there's nothing funny about that situation, no. right? I really think that the wrestling business probably is not great for him. I think no. he's got some struggles that make that kind of life really difficult. Yes. And I think that I, you know, I think I wish that Jeff Hardy just finds some peace mm-hmm. and some health and well-being. And if that means that I don't get to see him wrestle again, I can live with that because he's brought me a lot of joy over the years. I agree. I think that if you are the kind of person who is easily addicted to things or has addictive tendencies, then becoming famous probably is not a great thing for you. Right. And choosing choosing a line of work where you work really hard. Yeah. You get very little rest and you sustain a lot of physical injuries. Yeah. If I'm if I'm 41, Jeff Hardy is 44 years old. Yeah. And I think I mean like moderately brisk walks are very hard on my body for a lot of reasons, but you know, he's really put his body through the ringer over the years to entertain people. And I'm sure that there's a pain factor there and just an exhaustion factor. So Mm -hmm. that can't make it any easier. I know. I feel not to, no, go ahead. Not to make excuses because nobody should do DWIs, right? We should all be looking out for each other. We should be taking care of ourselves and our fellow motorists and being safe. Absolutely. I have some empathy for the guy and I just hope he finds his way eventually out of his struggles. I do too. We'll keep an eye on that story. I sound like a real journalist. <laughs> you do sound like a real journalist. Back to you, Jillian. That's all I had this week, Abigail. Well, yeah, I don't have a snappy rejoinder to That's that, okay. but it was very nice talking about the wide world of wrestling with you this week. I agree. And, uh, you know, we will be back again next week with more deep thoughts, more kink shaming and claiming. <laughs> and as always, more 619. <laughs> and maybe some crown jewel um, predictions if they ever settle the card. Right. And you know what? Maybe I will show my mother a picture of Matt Riddle's legs. <laughs> See what she has to say about it. I mean, her opinions on wrestling have usually been pretty negative. Yeah in the past but you know i'll i will report back next week okay. and let everybody know what she thinks okay more on matt's legs to come we're sorry matt riddle if you hear this we're really sorry also what's your secret for such shiny legs 
Right. My legs look like <laughs> a pebbled cliff. So if you have any tips for like weird, bumpy, patchy leg hair, man, like our inbox is open. Our DMs are open. My ears are open. Is it exfoliation? Is exfoliation the thing? <laughs> okay. I'm going to say goodbye from the pebbled cliffs of Dover. Wow. <laughs> Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, we look forward to doing this again next week. And everybody stay uh, happy, healthy, and uh, claim your kinks. Don't shame them. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.